sorry, guys. I guess we got cut off over there. Did you well, hear welcome back? No, um, I believe it's being processed. Nice. Okay. If it's safe, that's yeah. good. Okay. We don't want to lose anything. Yeah. That was a good discussion right there. Uh, I hope. But All right. So while I believe... we were disconnected, I, I looked up the Gears of War uh, author. The Novel? Author. Uh, yeah. Her or his name is Karen Travis. Yeah. Her so, name was Karen Travis. Yeah. Karen Travis. Yeah. The number one news, uh, New York Times bestselling novelist. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, right. she's pretty cool. She's pretty, pretty cool. cool. I mean, the the idea was like how she came up with the... Very interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, I believe she was uh, trying... Uh, like, I, I believe she was... She had like a really good story coming along. And uh, Cliff Basinski got her to write some of the scripts for, for the games. Like, there was happy wow. moments. There was moments. There was, like, sad moments. Oh, my God. The game is, like, up and down in emotions. <laughs> That's how I get to you, right? That's how and, they get and, you. The thing was, and the thing was, yeah. even though this game was exclusive to the Xbox 360, um, in Gears of War 1, two chapters were missing. That was exclusive to the PC gamers, which was part of the Windows Live gaming uh, um, service. Um, and they re-released, remastered for the Xbox One, which was done really well done by uh, the Coalition team. Until Gears of War 4 came along and it felt like it shattered my whole... Oh really? Was it what? What made you disappointed about Gears of War Four? Well, basically, Gears of War Four had—I uh, mean, the idea was okay, but the implementation was really way off. I mean, don't get me wrong—the the new protagonist is uh, Marcus Phoenix's son. I believe his name was Adam Phoenix. Um. I uh, could be I could be mistaken but it felt so like I don't know it's like it lost its purpose it's lost its it's basically the locust got more mutated and there's something else uh, there's like you're you're facing a new regime which was like a different team altogether and you don't know if you're fighting with the good guys or you're fighting with the bad guys or something, but it was really messed up. It felt like the story, maybe I didn't give it a chance, but the story was all over the place. It felt I see. nothing. It felt, um, I don't know. It felt a little bit. Did you finish it? Uh, did, you, did you play it? Did you I it? did play it, but then somewhere down the line, I was like, nope. You're not interested, huh? Yeah, a lot of games like that. I mean, if I try them and I don't get into them, I, I don't finish them. And yeah, then, I know. It's like it's yeah. like you with Bloodborne. You know, you had to play yeah. Bloodborne oh from the very beginning. Oh, and oh, you platinum the crap out of it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like if you if you play a game and you really like it, I love you can... I love the it. It was like Dark Soul, but with with a gothic. You know what? You know what? What an important factor about me playing any game is something called replayability. How replayable is a game, right? If I finish the game, can can I go back and play it? Red Dead Redemption is a great replayable oh game. You know, God. you can go back oh. and play it again as a different character. You know, it's, it's like it's, it's a kind of experience. Oh yeah, God. everyone probably here listening to us. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption was, oh my God, it was like your path to redemption or your path to hell. Either way, yeah. either way uh, whoever didn't play the game, sorry for the spoilers, heads up. <laughs> like, um, the game, yeah, it's like a, yeah. you get the- Oh man, if, if you guys didn't play it, try it out. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 is, I don't know, what, yeah. next week? I'm, I'm really excited for it, but and I did not want to pre-order it because... Uh, me too. I don't know why. I didn't no, pre-order it. The thing is, I'll tell you why. When we checked, there's like three different versions. Okay, there's a standard version, $60. The ultimate version, or sorry, the deluxe edition, $100. And there's the ultimate deluxe edition, $120. Basically, if you pre-order the game, you get... Warhorse from Red Dead Redemption 1. You get a few weapons. You get... Unfortunately, some missions were locked behind this paywall. Oh, really? Yeah. The, oh, no. No, I know. But, but everyone who's voting with their wallets can make this change. Because, as I said, like, for example, uh, you know, uh, let me give an example. Red Dead Redemption was a PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. But there was some hideouts that was exclusive to the PS3 that didn't launch for the 360 till a little later down the line after the DLCs, after the collector, the, uh, the zombie, like Red Dead Redemption Undead. Oh, yeah. I didn't play that much. Oh, my God. That, oh, my God. Zombies and Western. Whoever <laughs> it didn't mix, it did mix. It, it, was, it was oh my god it was a lot of fun but some of the challenges so you can get 100% completion in Undead Nightmare is more of a pain in the ass compared to um, like the regular game which was fun you, like you had a, a different perspective like what happened and then all of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden you see John Marston Spoilers again, guys. Um, pops up from the grave, and he's a zombie. Like the timeline <laughs> of the Undead Nightmare was like a book, or a dream, or a nightmare. They don't make you. They make you think about it. They really do make you think about it. And you're like finding, trying to find these theories, and checking the internet, and checking with everyone, and giving your two cents back and forth between your friends, and you still don't get to the bottom line. It's like a mystery, you know. It is. It is. It is. In fact, yeah. It was one of my favorite games, no yeah. doubt. It was one of my favorite games, but the reason I did the reason that um, you and I, Hussein, we yeah. pre-order it was because we were a little skeptical. Because the problem is, what happens is, 
I mean, no, not only part of the pre-order, you get $2 million for GTA Online. That some of it is like microtransaction. The thing is, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of microtransaction. I'm afraid. I don't. Yeah, I microtransaction. If I wanted microtransaction, I would get on my phone. I would play Clash of Clans or Clash Royale or whatever. (laughs) I would buy with real money just to progress in that game. Not on like uh, an amazing system. And you should make another uh, maybe... We should make another episode just talking about microtransactions oh and your God. opinion about it and, and, and why if you I hate talk, it, right? If I start talking about it, a lot of people are going to be really upset and probably they're going to... I mean, yeah, it's a controversial topic, but yeah, it's, just, it's your opinion, right? You have to say whatever you want. It's sad, though. But yeah. It's sad. That's pretty cool. Exciting imagine, stuff. Imagine, so, imagine uh, God of War 2018, Hussein. Imagine God of yeah. War 2018 having microtransaction. Oh, my. No, 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 no. I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get it, man. True. There's a game that you have to pay money to progress. I would get an advantage just by paying money. Oh, I wouldn't pay it. I I wouldn't play this game. That's 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 the point. That's the reason. That's the logic behind it. I mean, I mean, uh, what are you excited about? What what game are you excited about besides Red Dead Redemption? Are you into horror games? Uh, I mean, evil, evil, the evil within two. I like the first one. I didn't even play the second one, but I wasn't, I wasn't hyped about the second one. And I, from what I see, it didn't get the, didn't get the attention it deserved. I don't know how how good it is. Actually, I believe. See the voice acting and and the story of the evil within one was all over the place. It was a freaking mess. But the Evil Within 2, oh my god, the story somehow, somehow, I'm not saying it is exactly the same, I'm just saying yeah. somehow, reminded me of Silent Hill. On the Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, basically, you're, uh, oh my god, I forgot his name. Uh, Detective. Uh... Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. Ah, it's been a while since I played it, I don't know. But. Playing the game, and you're joined by someone from the previous game, and she's there, and she's like kind of threatening you to jump back into something that uh, resembles uh, an Assassin's Creed the Animus, just to join into this kind of like experiment, this world. Wow. And you're in an entire, entirely different world where you're supposed to go and save your daughter. You're what? Yeah. You're supposed to see what I didn't get and uh, evil. the evil within is uh, I didn't get this sense of, again, this replayability. I didn't want to play it again. I don't know why. I just like some of games. See, uh, I, I would probably agree with It didn't resonate with me. I, well, um, let's go back to the, How about you. Let's go back to the evil within. Yeah, evil within. I didn't find it that. Um, I mean, story-wise or whatever, I didn't find it so appealing. But the game and the gameplay mechanics and the engine was very interesting. It was horror. It was a horror game. I, I so many times I would 
scream. Just literally scream, and I was freaked out. I felt like something was chasing me, just seeing their shadow. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to run, and I'm dead. Like literally on the spot, I'm dead. Oh yeah, it was it was so funny. It was so um like it was so funny. Like how I screamed, and it was like <sighs> okay, I messed this up. So I'm trying to replay it. But the thing is, once you finish the game, try playing it like the Evil Within one. Try playing it on a Kumu difficulty. Now that difficulty is a mess. No, not yeah. a mess of uh, it's unplayable. No, the game is very unforgiving. A Kumu difficulty. Yeah, if- that's true. Oh man, the butcher. I remember that man. If I if I believe correctly, and there's this YouTuber. He's Australian, uh, G-Star321. On YouTube, you guys would find him as Mr. G-Star321. This guy is really, really good. He rages a lot, which is extremely funny. I mean, I like how he speaks his mind. Uh, he's a big fan of uh, Mortal Kombat. He's a big fan. Yeah. You know what? We should we should make an episode where you list your favorite YouTube gamer YouTubers, right? I think this will be fun. I mean... Uh, that that would be like nice episode. It is, like, but I'm very yeah. When it comes to YouTubers, I'm really, really, really picky. Went to <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, yeah, we'd like to. Uh, listen, Muhammad, I have to go in an around two minutes or a minute. Uh-huh. So let's just let's just wrap it with another question, maybe. Okay, go ahead. So, um, what is your favorite genre in gaming? Oh, that's a tough one. But <laughs> if I would say my favorite genre would be horror, like shooting, adventure, uh, horror, adventure, yeah. you know, hack and slash, obviously. Um, shooters, they're not. You gotta pick one, man. Pick one. I know. I know. Um, you can lift all of them. <laughs> well, at least I'm gonna put my top three on top there. It would be horror, adventure, hack and slash. Oh, horror is the first one. Interesting. It is. It is. That is, that is interesting. For Resident Evil 2 remake. All right, dude. I had fu- so much fun doing this, man. We should do this again. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this again. Uh, pick a topic next time. And let's right. just stick with this certain topic. And we'll just discuss the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right, dude. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, YouTube. Everyone, thank you very much for hanging around and listening to us rant. Uh, All right. Bye, guys. See ya.